I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, with all the hustle and bustle of the holiday season, I feel like we've been even more remiss than usual. Sure. We've skipped we the show been. and we've left our, our listeners hanging. Yeah, and I take full responsibility for this one. You know, I Roy, dropped the ball. This is a season where it is more important than in almost any other season to know where to go to buy things. <laughs> it is, and we haven't been around to, to tell people. And I'm very sorry for that. What's going what's going wrong, Roy? What's 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 been what's been causing you to drop so many balls? <laughs> sure. Um, well, I I need to get new underwear because the underwear I'm using right now is is really a bit saggy and it's keeping loose. my my balls out. That's they down. wouldn't they wouldn't stay up on their own. They don't. They don't anymore. That's what happens you with age. Orthopedic boxers. Um, my mother was in an accident. The accident which involved her. Uh, walking and tripping and breaking her foot and she spraining the other one. Walking without looking where she was going. <laughs> exactly. Like you will. Yeah. And uh, that happened a couple of weeks ago and there's been a lot of family stuff that we've had to take care of. Right now she's with one of my brothers and she's in a wheelchair so she's making the rounds and of going from place to place. Is she going to join a wheelchair basketball league? I hope so. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, her upper body is getting very strong she now. She didn't like basketball at all before this, but <laughs> now it's like, oh, what else are you going to do? Uh, she did tell us that, um, you know, when she was of uh, school age, um, she would always get picked last because oh. she was very uncoordinated. Hmm. And uh, the, I think that's she's how demonstrated the, that. Yeah, that's how this happened. And, uh, you know, her she's an older lady. Her bones are, are more brittle. Right. She and hasn't been taking her calcium supplements. She has been. She's actually had some trouble uh, with retaining the calcium that she takes in. Yeah. But in any case. So she um, keeps coughing up uh, milk balls. Uh, chalk. On the carpet. What uh, other sports do they let you play in wheelchairs? Uh, murder ball. Uh, okay. Right? Roller derby? That's the main one. Oh, roller derby, and you get those, like, chariot spikes on the wheels of your wheelchair. Right. You got to watch so you don't cut your own hands off, though. Yeah. That's rough. Aren't um, you thinking of roller ball derby? No. Okay. No. I don't know what that is. I never actually saw that movie. No, James Conn, Rollerball? No. Yeah. Or, or, the, or the, the remake? The remake of it with Matthew Lillard. I don't know. Was, was Lillard in I that? Don't know no. Who was in it? Cuba Gooden Jr. It turns out Matthew it. Lillard was in that movie that they made uh, based on the horrible video game franchise Dungeon Siege. There was just this, really there was this absurd, like basically B movie flop that had like Matthew Lillard and Ray Liotta and Burt Reynolds. Whoa! And Jason Statham was the main character. Was it any good or was I it? Doubt it. One of those gems that disappears. I think it was probably like, like Wing the, Commander, like the Dungeons and Dragons movie <laughs> or the Wing yeah. Commander movie. Also starring Matthew Lillard. I don't think Matthew Lillard was in the... No, that was Jake Busey that was in the... Wing. And Wing Commander? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jake Busey. Huh, okay. We did see that, and it was because it had that amazing uh, special effect yeah, in it was the preview. Pre, it was pre-Matrix, right? Like, yeah. Or no, it wasn't pre-Matrix. Or was it? Same it, time. It was when, the same year, that, I think. That thing where they freeze people in yeah, the air and, go and around the camera them. goes all the way around mm-hmm. them. And that was to show that they're uh, traveling light, light speed. speed. Yeah. yeah, they had to wait for the computer to calculate yeah. the jump to light speed. And that was basically the plot point. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was the only reason we went. 
Um, so she's been in the hospital and I lost a lot of work because of that. And I was with her along with my brothers and, and stuff. And, you and your know, dad sort of hurt himself trying to he did. help he, her too. He, so now he messed both. up his back. So he's been living with us for the past couple of weeks, which has been nice because yeah. I, I get to hang out with my dad and talk have to been, him. And have stuff. you been learning a lot? I have been. Learning a lot about uh, different words for poop in the 30s. I have, and I've secretly been recording our conversation, so I have a few things. But my stupid uh, re re recording app on the phone will stop recording after 30 minutes. Huh. And it's the official one. And I, some of his some of his ways to talk about poop are really really long. It, they are, and I can't get him into a thirty minute recording. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do about you know, it. You're just gonna have to talk about poo, <laughs> poe. Um, so that that's been a thing. And then what happened right after you know losing a couple of days, uh, you know, spending time with my parents, is that I I had jury duty. <laughs> And I actually had to show up for for a full day of jury duty. And our we had a a call about this, and the caller or it was did he call? I, I don't no, know. He, the, the the writer told us that uh, you should take a book so that you can you know do something while you're waiting for jury duty. But my experience of jury duty is that you had to fucking pay attention to the whole thing because if you didn't then you couldn't give your proper excuse for why you should be excused from jury duty huh. you couldn't be doing other things you were trying to get out of it because you had so much stuff going on yeah and the thing is is that I really did want to go I want to be I really want to be responsible for hanging an innocent man oh I was very relieved that it wasn't a violent crime that I've, it was fraud ever said. since I ever since I watched westerns as a kid I've always I've always dreamed of, of oh. one day causing an innocent man to be hanged I see and then shooting him down with your revolver. Oh, yeah, saving yeah. him at, at the, the last, last moment. And then, then he owes me a life debt. Exactly. Like, like a Wookiee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of, uh, I've been, so I've been doing nothing but work, uh, get sick and play video games. Mm -hmm. I, I, I had one of those situations where nobody's ever going to believe the actual sequence of events, but I had a tremendous amount of work to do. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, this sucks because Star Wars The Old Republic is going to come out and I'm going to get early access to it. But I have all this work to and do, so I'm play. not going to be able to play it. But then the night before, and I didn't know when it was going to happen, but the night before I got my early access to Star Wars The Old Republic, I came down with like this horrible, horrible cold. Right. And uh, I was like, yeah, man. That's that's how it goes. Nobody's ever going to believe that that's actually what's going on because I'm sick, and so I'm just going to play 15 hours oh, of Star Wars. Oh, right, right, Republic right. I see of what you mean. Today. Right, that that you weren't playing hooky. Yeah. But I dragged my I dragged my horse ass into work the next day. Did the things that had to be done, Roy. Yeah, these yeah, you've been very good at that. These jokes about fudge aren't going to write themselves. These mm. racist uh, monkey arts are not going to draw themselves. Now, um, for our listeners that don't play KOL, you made a, uh, which is Kingdom of Loathing, you made a uh, drawing of a monkey that some people claimed looked racist. I thought it looked and racist. You did? Yeah, it looked like so a monkey. I don't understand. I, drew, I feel that you're racist if you think that the monkey I, well, looked I racist. That that's probably true. I, I drew I drew a, a, the monkey, and then I looked at it, and I thought there was, every once in a while, I will draw something, and then there's a little voice in my head that says, usually, that looks too much like a dick mm -hmm, um, right in this case it didn't look too much like a dick 
Uh, every once in a while, I will draw something that everybody will say, man, why do you always draw things that look like dicks or vaginas? And I will just have been completely oblivious to the fact that it looked like a dick mm-hmm. or a vagina. It's just a condition you have. I once drew something that was a combination dick and vagina, apparently. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Which it was a sort of a big veiny tower. The coitus. A veiny tower with some sort of double doors at the bottom of it. And yeah, I mean, it looked, you know, okay. I could see it being a dick with a vagina. Hmm. Uh, anyway, so I drew this monkey. Uh, and, and I do the, I, I, I don't often draw the faces on things when I do them. I just draw some face parts and then see which ones look the best and sort of edit them into oh, it later. And so I did this. And then when I put it together, I was like, you know, that kind of looks like a Scandinavian person. Yeah. <laughs> it looks, it looks like, like a, a Swede. Yeah. Like a Swede. And people mm-hmm. are going to be really offended if I imply that uh, monkeys are like Swedes. Uh, no, I look like a guy in blackface. It, it looked, uh, I was like, you know, I think that kind of looks like. Oh, so it looked like a racist guy. It, yes. It it looked like a, like a, a Al Jolson's head on a monkey. Mm-hmm. Um, people kind of claimed that the monkey's tail also looked like poop. Like the monkey was pooping rather than yeah, having a tail. Yeah, but that's not racist. That's silly. Okay. And, well, and that's also just wrong. They're objectively wrong. Right. Um, th- those are people who see poop everywhere they look. They're wearing right. poop colored glasses. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so then I, I put it out there anyway, and then a few people were like, wow, that looks kind of minstrelly. Somebody said that. It looks minstrelly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, okay. So then I just figured it out. And I tried several different ways to like draw a monkey that didn't look like a guy in blackface and uh, couldn't do it. But then I finally figured one out. And then people got right. mad because I changed it. They were like, "Because oh, it wasn't you're, racist you're enough." Capitulating to the to racist. Uh, wow, people apologists. get upset over everything. People really do get upset over everything. It's huh. the internet, after all. Yeah, that's true. Um, we went to a delightful holiday party last night. Yeah, we did. At which one it of our good. friends was revealed to be a swamp monster. Oh, right. Our, he fell into a lake yeah, on the way home. Uh, walked, had some had some drama occur when he was leaving. Decided to walk home from the party and yeah. fell into a lake. Yeah. So the advice, it's no laughing uh, matter, concerning this is if you're a belligerently drunk, uh, one you you shouldn't just walk home because you feel that you should. If you are friends of this person, you should also not let that person walk home. And if you decide to walk home anyway, you should stay away from large bodies of water. Or really even small ones. I mean, yeah, just like buckets. He might have fallen in a bathtub. Right. A bucket, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He might have fallen in a glass. He might have gone, stopped for a glass of water somewhere and fallen in it. Right. Um, that's terrible. It's a good thing he didn't drown. That would have been a way less funny story. Yeah, it, it would have been. But it was a good party. Uh, you know, they did this uh, They did this thing that they do. I guess it's a Greek tradition. I mean, I don't want to sound racist, but I think this is a Greek tradition. I, where they, I think you're right about they that. They throw plates at a wall and they say, mm-hmm. Or the floor. Uh, yeah, the right? floor. I don't know. They threw them at a cinder block wall right. in Phoenix. I think that's what the Greeks did. They went to Phoenix. <laughs> no, that was the Phoenicians. I'm sorry. Right. They And they weren't breaking plates. They were breaking urns because mm-hmm. that's the only thing that they'd figured out how to make out of pottery. Right. Uh, you know, I can't bring myself to do things like that. I can't break a thing. I didn't break one. Yeah. Well, you weren't there when Corinne they did. did. No, we were oh, there. Were? It was right before we left. There was a funny thing that happened. I was standing there drinking a beer, uh, and our friend who who uh, fell in a lake ironically said, isn't this kind of dangerous? And I said, I don't know. I think we're far enough away. And as I said that, a fragment of plate uh, landed in my beer. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was like, huh, that's pretty really great. I could not have orchestrated that better. Sure. Uh, then we moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A lot of people throwing a lot of plates. Mm-hmm. I don't like breaking stuff, Roy. I'm a creator. Huh? My muse does not want me to destroy things. I mean, Picasso says that every act of creation is an act of destruction. Sure. 
Um, you know, I, I enjoy breaking a, a thing or two sometimes. And mediocre artists plagiarize. Great artists destroy plates. Right. They said, because you have to break the mold mm-hmm. once you've made something really good. Yes, so that no one can reproduce it again. Uh, but, you, you know, I, I find it difficult to break things when I'm in a good mood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I have to be angry and frustrated. And you break like a pencil in half. Like, yeah. Grr, I can't make this mm-hmm. monkey less racist. And you break your pencil. I had a friend who had this terrible habit of destroying his cell phone whenever he was upset mm-hmm. because it's the thing that was in his hand. Yeah. And then he got an iPhone and he's like, I'm totally not going to do that with this thing. He broke an iPhone. That sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't make an iPhone omelet. <laughs> Without breaking a few iPhones. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say eggs. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, well, you yeah, you're, you you're saying you break the iPhone, put it in the skillet, then break some eggs to. Well, no, I was just omelet. making an omelet that looked like an iPhone. You know how people will like if they're trying to make breakfast for their children, they'll be like, hey, let's make dinosaur pancakes or whatever. Sure. And they make pancakes in the shape of a dinosaur. I follow you. I make an omelet in the shape of an iPhone. I have a special omelet pan with an iPhone outline. Oh, etched okay. into it With the you little apps that, and everything. You made that pan for me. Yeah. But you, you broke the mold. So then you. Yeah. You know how you my brain is. <laughs> It's like a sieve. I don't remember things. Like an iron sieve. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you went to a rock and roll show. Uh, yes. Uh, we left the party early, which is why our friend fell into the lake, because uh, he was going to stay at our house and was sober when we left, but apparently <laughs> proceeded to get he super forgot. drunk. When did I say I was going to sleep? Did I say I was going to sleep at Roy's house, or did I say I was going to sleep with, with the, the fishes? fishes. Yeah, uh, we went to a rock concert of uh, my brother-in-law's band, which is called Black Carl. And when uh, normally when you hear somebody say, we went to see yeah. my brother-in-law's band play you think some it's shitty a band crappy you don't band. want to see, but this is actually a good band. Yeah, And that's really what is. everybody says. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, I would have gone with you to that show, but honestly, I did not want to. I was, it was a dressy party, and I was wearing a suit, and that's, that show was at a place where I did not want to go with a suit. Oh, I was afraid that my suit would get like vomit on it. No, no, it was fine. It's like like the bar in Roadhouse, you know, like they were throwing or in maybe more like the bar in Blues Brothers where they throw (laughs) bottles at the chicken wire. No, it's much nicer now. Mm. You you know, the old uh, sail in and now this is the new one that's been turned over a new leaf. Yeah, they have like vinyl records uh, tacked up on the wall. Wow, you know, that means the joint's classy. classy. Uh, what else has been happening? It seems like it's been a really long time. It has been a really long time. And uh, I want to mention here, because of that and all of the family things I've had to deal with, I haven't uh, taken care of any shirt business. But, um, you know, I, I still need to take photos of the shirts on my body and then uh, post them and then pick out some great shirts. And I pulled out all the shirts from my closet in order to uh, sort them out. But I haven't been able to actually do the sorting. You haven't been able to pick. No. You just can't decide. They're all your favorite. They are all my favorite. So if you receive a shirt, it's going to be your favorite too. Or no, that was my favorite. That favorite is transitive like that? It can be, right? Mm -hmm. If somebody gives you a gift and they say, this is my very favorite, I want you to have it, I think you're going to treasure that. So what if somebody gave you their favorite child? That put you in a really awkward situation with your own favorite child. Well, you know, I try to raise them as both my favorite. Okay. I think you can do that, right? You don't run out of favorite. 
We discovered, um, I was told a story that led me to believe that my girlfriend went out to get the mail the other day and there was a loaf of bread in the mailbox. I saw that loaf of bread on the stairs. Yeah, apparently it wasn't in the, because there's no way to get, my mailbox is one of those ones that's an enclosure with like a slot. So Mm -hmm. you wouldn't, you would have been able to maybe get some non. And it's smaller than a loaf of bread. Yeah, it's small. It's the the mailbox is bigger than a bread box, but there is no opening uh, that's publicly accessible that's bigger than a bread. Mm. Um, so it could bread some, slices, they right? Tortillas, the, yeah, or they, the whole loaf, they but like just individually. Ship in a bottle, right? They could have had a long pair of tweezers. That's and true. Then they put the bag in, and then they mm-hmm. slid the individual slices in. Uh, but no, it turns out, I think one of our neighbors just left a loaf of bread on the on the porch with like a note that said something, but it was raining. And uh, so the note, it was just like a blur and there's just a wet loaf of bread sitting wow. on, the, on the front porch. So yeah. And I was just sitting on the stairs cause nobody knows what to do with it. I see. It seems like, you know, somebody, I, somebody went to the store and bought a loaf of bread right. and gave it to us. And then wrote something like, we thought you needed some more carbs. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys are wasting away. Huh. Yeah, I don't uh, moist loaf uh, delivery service. It was. It's been raining and gross and bad. Bad news. Bad moods. Mm. There was a tire fire. Um, oh yeah, at the back of the, the office. office, somebody lit a yeah. tire on fire in the alley, mm-hmm. and 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 one of our one of our coworkers had to call uh, called the nine one ones. Right. Yeah, and he told us that um, there are a bunch of people watching this tire yeah, burn. Yeah, kids from the neighboring apartment. <laughs> and no one had complex. called the 911 because... No, they had. The, somebody, somebody, they had gotten another call by the time he called okay. them. Yeah, but, but he talked to some of the people and they told them, well, we don't live there. Uh-huh. And that's why they hadn't called. Yeah. Well, a lot of them were children. They wanted to see what... They probably would have enjoyed watching a bunch of houses burn down. Maybe. Um, you know, I'm glad that somebody, when somebody lit a tire on fire in our alley, I'm glad that they threw it into some bushes on the other side of the wall rather mm-hmm. than, say, throwing it into the abandoned house next to the office. Sure. That's true. That's considerate. Our office so, is, in a, thank you. is in a shitty neighborhood. And mm. yeah. it's in mm. transition. Mm. It's in transition from a from what from a shitty neighborhood to just an abandoned neighborhood no i i i you know there are lots of houses on the on that street that are are very nice and people really do take care of them and care about them it's in progress it's in progress between ghetto and crater (laughs) i think it's getting better okay that that abandoned house notwithstanding yeah well i mean the rest people abandoned it increase in number of broken windows per house (laughs) I think the windows are okay, though, right? Well, no one seems to have it's vandalized to a, it. It's harder to break a plywood window. Right. Uh, well, before there were plexiglass windows some, that were taped. Some uh, clever wit spray-painted, wow, <laughs> pussy, on yeah. the front of that yeah. house. You know, n- now, um, I sometimes get upset at uh, tagging and certain types of graffiti, which are uh, mostly marks or whatever you're stupid right. call, oh, oh, call that, sign is this guy whose name i can't fucking read because yeah. he wrote it in an illegible bullshit right. graffiti font i like graffiti which is you know images and actual uh, art but um i i can kind of support wow pussy can you a little bit yeah i, mean, I think that was probably just a little kid sure uh, rather than rather than you know a gang but we're, we're the wow, <laughs> the west side wow pussies this is wow pussy territory. Oh, that's that's a name you're going to remember. Yeah, we're not we're not like the sort of badass gangsters. We we just play World of Warcraft uh, and we're not really very tough. Right. Um, that's why they use white spray paint and not black spray paint. I think they they probably use white spray paint because it was on a dark brown surface. Yeah, but if you're tough, you're not going to give a fuck. Oh yeah, you, okay. Black on black is the toughest. Graffiti. It is. It is. 
And the most tragic violence. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, do we have any other business to take care of? Oh, we have a, a little uh, business to take care of. Go for it. Take care of it. Oh, right? well, uh, I, I just uh, had a, a thank you to two of our listeners. Okay. One was to a Child, who sent us an advent calendar. A Lego and Star Wars advent calendar. A Lego Star Wars advent calendar. And uh, when it arrived, it came with a note that explained that it was for the asymmetric uh, office. And while I do not work on Kingdom of Loathing, I do work for Asymmetric. So I, I took that to mean that I am totally in on that show. And I already had one, so you, exactly. you took and, my slot. And Riff already had one. So that meant that Kevin, Patrick, and myself had dibs on this calendar. And I think Kevin had the plan that, oh, that means that I will get an advent calendar. And he got upset with me, uh, but didn't do anything about it because I made up little uh, initial stickers for the different days of the advent calendar. He wanted to open day one on the 30th or the 31st of November. That, that too. He lost his privileges when he tried to do that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. so, so he's been... <laughs> I don't think seriously upset, but he's been uh, upset that I did that. And now he can't open up all the little doors. That's have... right, because you haven't been at the office because you've been taking care of your sick, your sick family. Sure. But, but I've taken care of it now. Mm. They're all open that, and that put together. That calendar is off the hook. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's very, very nice. Mm. Uh, you make a little slave one out of like nine, nine Legos. Those are my favorite. The yeah, ones the that ships, are the smallest. The recognizable ships are mm -hmm. good. You know, I don't care about a minifig really. Hmm. I can take it or leave it. I the small ships are really really interesting. Kevin was pissed because one of his days was the little thing of Chewbacca's accessories, which right. was just like a hammer and a wrench and a crossbow. Right. Yeah. It's like this isn't this is medieval. That they one kind of sucks. Used this from the castle, and I said no, no, Kevin, it's a bowcaster. <laughs> and I got one which was just a chair, right? One of those little legged chairs for the Naboo businessman. Oh, was that today? No, it was an earlier one. Huh. Maybe you thought it was something else. Oh, yeah. Maybe I thought it was like a robot or something. It, well, it is, but you it's can like also sit on it. It's a robo chair? Okay. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, you could sit on R2-D2 if you wanted, but that sure. doesn't make him a chair. Mm, yeah, that's true. But if you exclusively used him as a chair, I think eventually right, like he would his, start to his, think of himself as a chair. were dead, he basically just becomes a paperweight. Right. Astro chair. Uh, what else? Oh, and I also wanted to thank Data Vortex for sending us a gigantic box of so many things that I cannot list them right now on the mm -hmm. show. Uh, like also, big, because uh, I don't school, have the list. Like a big high school musical themed uh, wall clock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a uh, few pairs of socks, all freshly laundered. I think uh, he was maybe moving and had a bunch of stuff that he didn't want to take with him to yep. his new place and decided to pay shipping I, charges. Yeah, why don't I? spend a bunch of money to randomly that box was wrecked when yeah, it got it to us too yeah i yeah. think we lost uh one of the items that was on the list which was a small clip on led light oh which was, is the thing that i really yeah, that was, was looking forward favorite. to that was my favorite thing on that list yeah he sent us some coke bottles and you know closed a bunch of shirts uh and he still wants to participate in the shirt thing but he specifically said please only send me one shirt oh, okay because he sent us about uh, 12 for 15. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of, I think, free shirts that he got from, sure, from, from working work functions. Working yeah. at, at his office. That's one thing that'll happen to you uh, working in IT is you get a lot of free t-shirts. Really? Yeah. 
from events like yeah, just uh, picnic things. 92 things like shirts. that yeah. yeah interesting picnic 92 <laughs> that's the 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 yearly it event picnic 92 uh so that's that's six shirts in the shirt trade so there are four more slots if you are still interested now i can't really uh <laughs> compel anyone to do this since i haven't actually sent any shirts out well, but you can but uh you know that people you're you're a okay. trust, you got, a, I, you got a trustworthy face all right i'm gonna uh start taking care of that business this week so, because now I'm back on a regular so schedule. So, it'll be like a Christmas surprise. Exactly. Like a Christmas miracle. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's pretty much the business. Cool. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, we've got a bunch of questions that uh, that represent a bunch of people who need our help, and I think we ought to get, to get to going about the business of helping them. But before we do that, Roy, let's have a cocktail. Let's do. Uh, this week's cocktail, Roy, uh, came from the, the book in the bar uh, where we looked through it looking for cocktails that we could make out of the stuff we had. Mm-hmm. And it's the uh, the Japanese, or I looked it up on the internet, the Japanese cocktail. <laughs> I see. The name of it. Uh, it's brandy. Uh, this recipe was two ounces of brandy, a quarter ounce of orgeat syrup, orgeat, orgeat. Mm-hmm. The guy at the liquor store said orgeat, but mm-hmm. I think maybe he was wrong. I would call it or- orgy. Orgy. Mm-hmm. Uh, quarter ounce of lime juice and a dash of bitters, and then a lime peel in it. And it's in a it's in a cocktail glass. You know, it is. Like, it looks very good. Uh, I don't know looks how classy. I feel about it. It tastes. Uh, it smells good. It tastes very strong, and it's not mm-hmm. a it's not a flavor. I gotta say, I would recommend. It tastes like it is good for you. Oh, like medicinal. Yes. Like it tastes like it's it's probably killing a germ. Right. Or two. Like mm-hmm. it'll make your breath good. Sure. And they say alcohol is good for your something. Mm-hmm. Heart. For, for loosening your stool. Yeah. Yeah. If you're constipated, just have a whole bunch of drinks. Mm-hmm. That'll take care yeah. of that in a hurry. That's what Nicolas Cage did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, I, I probably probably would not order it again at your bar. Sure. Sure. And I probably wouldn't serve it to you if you did. Mm-hmm. Because you've had you've had your cutoff, Roy. You've had sure. one too many. I'm afraid, but, I'm afraid you're going to go home via a lake. Right. Maybe he thought it was like some sort of Harry Potter thing where he, all he had to do was jump in oh, a lake right. and then, and he then could he'd emerge from a lake that was closer to his house. That's true. Yeah. I don't think he's read Harry Potter, though. I don't think there's anything that works like that in Harry Potter. There's the fire. Right. Luckily, he didn't try to sleep in a fire. No. Like uh, that. Was that like a Rage Against the Machine song? Probably. That <laughs> sounds like a subject matter. Uh, they would sleep in the fire. Also, isn't it horrible what we did to the Indians? Right. Uh, I mean, yeah. yes, it is. I, I agree. I, I just don't need to uh, sure, have sure. rage yeah, against the machine. Yeah, tell I'd me, I'd rather have a, I'd rather have that information presented to me in a different medium mm-hmm. than douchey rock rap. Oh, douche rock rap. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that. That's that cocktail. Uh, we had some delicious eggnog at the holiday party. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you were thinking of making some of it, right? But I, you you kind of need um, more time than just time. a day. Yeah. They say they say time. Uh, although I'm not entirely sure why. You know, they, because they of the it, salmonella. Yeah, but that wasn't like it wasn't like a traditional. I, I imagine there's a traditional reason for putting it away and keeping it. Probably the flavors get better as think? as it ages. Yeah. I mean, often I find things with milk in them. The older they get, the better they taste. That is true. Um, mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't. That's the opposite of the truth. Mm-hmm. The thing that I just said there, it's not not true. Yeah. No. No. That's how you there's make eggnog mozzarella. Sarcasm. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You make a, eggnog, eggnog cottage eggnog cheese pizza. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, I invented a drink uh, the other night at the bar. 
where I suggested uh, my, my, my girlfriend said, oh, that bowl of chili that you bought looks really good, uh, but I don't want that much. And I was like, well, you could just get a cup. And she said, I don't really want that much either. And I said, all right, here's what you do. You order the new drink craze uh, where you get a pint glass half full of Bud Light and then you drop a shot glass full of chili in it and then just chug it. Wow. It's a chili bomber. Oh, did I she didn't try, try it? it? No, they totally would have done that for me if I... Sure. You know, I, I know they would have. Do whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, in fact, I ordered uh, some hot water and some honey mm-hmm. that, that night. No, no, no. It, it is hot water with lemon juice squeezed in it. Mm-hmm. I got hot water, some lemons, and some honey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because uh, your throat was sore. A lemon bomber. Oh, no. You're actually saying that that, that is what you did. Yeah, no. But they just okay. will randomly get... like. I will just often ask them to do things that aren't like a thing that they do or on the menu. Right. And they will do it because we're like regulars there and they're, they're game. I see. Um, okay. So they would totally give us a chili bar if, if we asked oh. for one. Okay. I have a feeling that would be really, really gross because you'd have to chew it up. You know, you couldn't just swallow. Their chili is pretty chunky. Sure. So you wouldn't be able to just swallow it. And now is the chili hot, like piping hot when you put it in the bomber? Sure. Or is it uh, yeah, well, cool? I think it would, you know, it's like. I like a flaming Dr. Pepper, you know, it, it oh. cancel itself out. Okay, sure. Uh, oh, hey, uh, thanks. Thanks again to our, uh, our our listener who uh, hooked us up with this whole movie preview thing. I got to. Yeah, we can say his name, of, Eric. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Eric. I, uh, I got to avail myself of a preview of Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Uh, which is and now out, that? so it's not, you know, we're yeah. not doing our job as, as media. I missed a bunch of previews because of family things, but... It was at the theater that I don't go to anymore because it's in a poorer part of town and no one will ever shut the fuck up during a movie mm-hmm. uh, when you go see a movie there. Uh, and I thought, well, we're in this, like, VIP section, uh, so that won't happen. But it did. There were kids that just wouldn't shut up mm-hmm. the entire time, and their parents just having conversations dead deafening volume it was in really? the IMAX yeah at a preview yep that is very amazing yep it what was about the, texting uh, no didn't see any texting uh, although they didn't take away people's phones this time like they are really yeah. okay um, it was an IMAX theater so the the seats the seating was really steep and so it wouldn't have been as big of a deal like somebody texting in the front would not have sure you would everyone behind them right might, that's true not even seen it uh movie was i really enjoyed it and mm-hmm. uh, i thought it was it, it added something in imax the there's a lot of uh i watched this making of video that just showed tom cruise hanging on cables just jumping off the side of the fucking Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Mm-hmm. It was horrifying. And he actually did it, yeah. right? The making like of that's video the big, was scarier. Big deal? The making of video was significantly scarier than the movie, and the movie was pretty scary during that part. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's crazy. I got a lot of respect for that guy as a okay. result of seeing him. Well, either that or I, now he's just fucking crazy. Like, Tom Cruise could be. just does not give a fuck. Right. That's one thing I've learned about him. He's testing the aliens. Yeah. Like he will just run. Like he's he's like the guy who his first day in prison he just goes up and kills someone. Right. Right. It's not even like beat a guy up. It's like he just flat out takes it to a new level. Someone. So when he gets out of when he gets out of solitary, it's like oh nobody's gonna mess with him. Right. That guy's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's true. They're all locked up with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did you know that Brad Bird directed that I movie? Did. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Like I heard that on the radio and I was very surprised. Mm-hmm. Because he did what? Ratatouille? Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the Iron, Iron Giant? Giant yeah. And uh, something else. There was another Pixar that he did. Well, this movie the Incredibles. Was, this movie was very similar to those. 
was uh, it? No, just not, like the Incredibles, no, not at all. Uh, Any capes? Was, you know, though, I think they finally figured it. It was a, it was an extremely action packed movie, but it did not have it did not have the uh, just uh, exhaustion factor that a lot of modern action movies have, where it's like Jesus, I wish this action scene was just over because right. I'm I just can't pay attention to it anymore. Right, it was just really well choreographed. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was good. It was a good movie. Worth trying out. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you're a fan of the Mission Impossible franchise. I've only I I've watched seen the, the first, first one, two, and I really liked it. The second one I heard was terrible, so I never watched it. And right. I assumed the third one was terrible, so I didn't watch it. But I'm told it's good. I was told that the third one was really good because of Philip Seymour Hoffman's character. That he I you were was worth say because of the Philip Glass soundtrack. <laughs> I know. Mission Impossible Three: Koyana Squatsy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mission Impossible, and that's the whole soundtrack. Right, that. and it's just a bunch of stills. <laughs> right, the whole movie is a bunch of stills and a guy murmuring Mission Impossible in a low voice. And that might not have actually been the movie. That might have just been us getting kidnapped by some people who were trying to fuck with us. Sure. Um, okay. Well, I'll 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 give it a, a look. See. That, you know, we should we should start uh, we should start a crime syndicate, and all of our crimes are just weird shit like that. You kid, you you pull up in a van, you grab somebody off the street, you blindfold them, you take them back to your compound, and then you make them watch Koyana Squatsy, <laughs> and then you let them go. You let them go, uh-huh. but like in Mexico, you take their wallet away and you just dump them in Mexico, mm-hmm. but in like the nice part of Mexico. Like like uh, think about that shit. Didn't it blow your mind? Yeah. Yeah. Now, try and find a phone. That would be a life-changing experience. Yeah, just being mm-hmm. forced to watch Koyana Squatsy. Uh, um, I, I think they, they call it Koyana Squatsy. Sure. Listen, when I see a Q, I'm going to say Qua. Uh, I guess that's true. You you do um, pronounce uh, Quebec in, in a way that Canadians dislike. Mm-hmm. You, you just learned to speak from Quetzalcoatl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Yeah. Are you ready to start helping people, Ron? I am. Okay. Uh, Nick writes, Hi, Zach and Roy. I started university in September, and a month later, I got a job at Toys R Us 2, uh, like the sequel to Toys R Us. Uh, This means I don't have nearly as much free time as I used to. However, I'm buying more video games than ever, and the pile of games I own but haven't had time to play even once is just getting higher. To make things worse, I'm the kind of guy who hates playing through more than a couple of games at a time. I generally feel that I have to finish whatever I'm currently playing before I move on to another. My question is, how do I stop myself from buying so many video games, or how can I play them more efficiently to cut down the time I spend on each one? I buy a lot of video mm. games, play them for like 10 minutes, and then never play them again. Really? Uh, yeah. There's. Yeah. You're not a completionist about nope, that? Nope. Not even mm. a little bit. Okay. It, because if I was, then I would, ha- I would have to limit the number of games that I play to the number that I have time to actually finish. And I, I, you know, I like a game that's sprawling in scope mm-hmm. that you maybe can't. Right. Um, it's weird. You know, I experience this a lot. I feel like it's always been like this with books. I feel like people who people who own a lot of books throughout history, I think you've always been able to say to them, "Hey, how's how's your how's your library?" And you know, well, I keep acquiring books, and I don't have time to read them. And right. I have more books than I'm ever going to read, but I keep buying mm-hmm. new ones. And now you just that just happens with all media, right? Because it's out there, and you're interested in it. That's why you bought and you it. You feel a responsibility. Right? You're like, "Well, I bought this. I should I should use it." You mm-hmm. know, stop stop buying uh, stop buying things. Period. Just just like mm-hmm. b- become a hermit. I sometimes think 
if I just didn't buy anything for the rest of my life, you'd have enough in I'd your house enough as, stuff to as o- it is. I would have enough stuff to occupy me for the rest of my life. Sure. I would have enough stuff to occupy Wall Street for mm-hmm. the rest of my life. I could build, I could, I could single-handedly replenish the library of Occupy Wall Street uh, that got pepper sprayed until all of the pages were illegible. Is that what happened? I think they threw the, they just threw a bunch of books away. <laughs> they threw them away. They burned them. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> what, uh, why did they have a library? I don't know because there were just a bunch of people fucking around. Oh, they had to day. read. Yeah, they needed um, something to do. You know, like uh, what? What's that vampire thing that we make fun of all the time? That I can't remember his name now. Uh, um, Dreamscape. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> yes, that one. That thing sucks. Yeah, the novelization of the movie Dreamscape. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I wonder if there's a novelization of In the Name of the King, a dungeon siege movie. There might be. I or mean, a novelization of the Dungeons and Dragons movie would be great. Yeah, it would I be. bet there are a number of of novelizations of movies that were based on books. Sure, I'll bet. That I agree with. Happened. I agree with that. Now, um, weren't you the one who told me that there was this weird novelization? About a movie like uh, one of the Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street Street movie. Yeah, there was a Nightmare on Elm Street movie that was about Freddy invading the dreams of people making a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. movie. Yeah. And then the book was about Freddy invading the dreams of a guy writing a book about Freddy invading the dreams (laughs) of the guys who were making a movie about. Wow. uh, Way beyond its time. Yeah. I left out a layer there, but. You did. There was another layer. Well, no, he was like when they're on the on the truck falling off of the bridge, Freddy invading the dreams of a guy writing a book about a guy making a movie about Freddy invading the dreams of a guy making a movie about Nightmare on Elm Street. Really? There's two um, movie layers in there. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Uh huh. I don't know if the guy if the book was about the movie at all. Um, just sure. Okay. I, you know, I was thinking about this. Uh, when I was a kid, I had uh, I read several times the novelization of the movie Gremlins uh, and the novelization of The Goonies. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And and they were both pretty good. Were they just like the movies, or did they have extra things? Uh, you know, that... the Goonies had the scenes that were removed from like the, movie, the where octopus they fight the and octopus. So on. Yeah, and then there were a handful of other things. There's a there is an encounter uh, on their way. Uh, on their way from their houses to the the restaurant, the Fratelli's hideout. Right. With who? Um, they stop. Uh, what? With who? They, the they stop at a store to get like provisions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Twizzlers they run and into such. they run into Troy, uh, the the like frat guy, the frat who, bully, who takes the map from them, rolls it up, and lights it, pretending that it is a doobie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they get it back from him and put it out. And like later in the movie, the map is burned from that happening. Oh, okay. Um, but they they cut the they cut the scene out. But I see. Anyway, a trivia about the Goonies. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's what's going to help this guy. Yeah. Shit, I almost knocked over my Japanese. You know why do you think they call this a Japanese? Do you think it's because it's yellow? I do. I mean that that book that has all those cocktails is from the fifties. Is it from the fifties? I think so. Huh. This is remark. It must be on acid free paper. <laughs> Okay. It's a remarkably well-preserved book. Uh, Cantankerous in Canada writes, Hey, advice hot diggity doggers. Uh, please don't ever call us that again. 
My girlfriend insists on putting cinnamon into the coffee grounds when she brews it in a drip maker. Uh, she says it to... Yeah, I know what your girlfriend does with your drip maker. Uh, she says it tastes better, but it just tastes weird and less like coffee. I like using my AeroPress to make awesome coffee. What should I do? Well, you continue making uh, awesome coffee with your AeroPress. Mm-hmm. Or just start stealing money from her purse. To And when she says, why are you doing this? Are you on drugs or something? And you were like... No, I'd have to go get a fucking decent cup of coffee, you crazy weirdo. Wow, really? You say that. Uh, you think that's going to help? You know, probably sure. Mm-hmm. I, one way or another. Taking money from One way purse. or another, his girlfriend is not going to be putting cinnamon in his coffee anymore. Right, because she's going to break up with him. You know what you could do? You could say, wow, you know, I really like this thing you're doing with the with the cinnamon in the coffee maker. Let's, let's, let's kick it up a notch and start putting other stuff. Like, I wonder what would happen if I also added a bunch of salt. <laughs> Uh, to the ground it's like let's try that and just keep doing that and she'll and then eventually she'll say boyfriend uh cantankerous cantankerous this is a time cantankerous boyfriend cantankerous in canada i please stop messing up my morning coffee by putting Mm -hmm. a bunch of extra shit in it and he will turn to her and say exactly that's and then she will break up with you and and you can make your coffee however you want can stand a poning that hard (laughs) <laughs> uh once you get served like that you you just right. it's, it's you know so mm-hmm. it's over yeah um yeah that sounds gross that's that does really sound, that, that that would bother you man i'm like all oh, right you only like uh, just black coffee just mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a coffee purist mm-hmm. you know i'm almost i'm a coffee racist mm-hmm. i believe in coffee black, black, black power mm-hmm. um as i coffee. grew up so my 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 exposure to coffee my my like sort of learning to drink coffee was like gas station coffee that putting cream and sugar in it just made it worse and so i was like eh, oh just, i see so that's black, why you, you know? got used to it yeah and and you know mm-hmm. and then denny's just spending years at denny's yeah but they had cream and sugar there yeah but i didn't put cream and sugar in there but okay. it's cheap coffee i mean just mm-hmm. basic basic coffee right and you would just ash your cigarette into the coffee yeah Drink it. And onto my corduroys. Goes right through you. And I don't remember if I told that story on this podcast, but once uh, once I was sitting with a hippie uh, and he was smoking a cigarette and he said, you want to know the best thing about wearing corduroys? And I said, what? And he just ashed his cigarette onto his pants and just rubbed the ash in. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that is that is very much the best mm. thing. Of it. I had a friend who was very proud of the fact that when he spilled ketchup all over his uh, Cosby sweater in high school, all he had to do was just rub it in and you couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Of course, he told everyone he saw that this had happened. So we all knew there was uh, ketchup on his sweater. But yeah, this, you used to be a white, this used to be a white sweater. And now you, now I look like a candy cane. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you get ketchup flavored candy canes? I don't know. But that sounds good. Like ketchup and mayonnaise. Ketchup and mayo flavor. Yeah. yeah like you get that yeah, red, the, the red and white sauce yeah. that you're a fan of from yeah, Germany. In the, exactly. In the Aquafresh style tube. Yeah. That's actually why I really like it. Yeah. I mean, it is good mayonnaise and ketchup, but it's because it comes in that tube. Whatever uh, food put in a tube, I'll probably eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a like a lutef, like a lutefisk tube. Yeah, I I would eat that. I've never tried lutefisk. I haven't either, but I can't imagine it would be that bad. I you know I can't either. We're we're adventurous eaters, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, I'd even try that shot that that you suggested. Yeah, that I, the Bud Light. I don't know. Oh, that does sound make gross, with, right? But then I don't want to make it with better beer because it's like, why, oh, why did I ruin this perfectly good beer by putting chili in it? You could use like Corona oh, that's or something, another thing right? You could drop something in, in the, the middle. coffee grounds is, 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 is some, some chili, some delicious chili con carne. 
<laughs> okay. It's the con carne. Uh, I think chili and coffee actually uh, tastes all right. I've had coffee with that. No, no. <laughs> chili, you know, not chili yes, yes, the way that sorry. you use the word. Right. With You're your Mexican, saying beans. With your Mexican heritage. Like put in yeah. some beans. Like a, like a not just coffee beans, but regular you know, like beans. Like a soupy, like a stew, like like you'd put on a chili dog. Okay. Yeah. You can cut up some hot dogs and put in the coffee grounds. And when you say chili dog, you don't mean... You mean like a food chili dog, not uh, the sex act. Not the sex act. No. Um, I, no, I never, I never mean that. I put a Mexican avalanche in the, in the coffee grounds. <clears throat> Tyler writes... Speaking of which, hi, Zach and Roy. My kitchen has been overrun with ants. I've been killing them with bleach wipes to get rid of their scent trails, but I leave, if I leave so much as a few crumbs out, the counters become a carpet of ants again by morning. They seem to know the ant traps I put out are poison houses. How can I get rid of these tiny assholes? You've had experience with this. I did recently, actually. When yeah. this, this question came in a few weeks ago, and, and during that time, I was also having a little problem with an ant infestation. Mm-hmm. And none of my uh, none of my usual methods did a goddamn thing. I think uh, I just got... What was your usual method? Just get those little combat traps, the, the, little, the little black houses mm. with the little black houses for you and me. Uh-huh. Uh, perfect, perfect blue buildings. Perfect blue buildings. That was the Counting Crows song, right? Had a, oh, had a fairly I, long conversation about I wasn't uh, a fan. counting crows last last night really? with somebody. Uh, yeah, and then we got made fun of by uh, uh, my younger by girlfriend his... and his younger sister. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, you guys are so old. <laughs> right, Jeez. you talk about counting Good crows. Counting crows. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. so That would have been played in, at that picnic in 92. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that album was 93, I think. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, it's an early release. <laughs> sure, it was a preview. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, the the it the it picnic knew about things in the future yeah they did um, on top of things um on so top yeah, of the bulletin boards nothing so I, I like really comprehensively cleaned the kitchen and didn't put anything on the counters for really for like a few days and there were just still ants everywhere mm-hmm. uh, which is weird there couldn't have been anything for them to eat one time uh I lived but their in a trails house. were still around i lived in a house one time where uh there were ants kept coming in and we were trying to figure out what the hell and uh, finally tracked wh- what was drawing all of the ants uh, to a Tootsie Pop that had been in a, the back of a cupboard for, like, none of us knew. It was probably from a previous occupant of this uh-huh. house. It was a house with, like, a rotating, uh, rotating you know, like, four sure, or roommates. five dudes would rent this house. Um, and it had just passed through, you know, 40 guys in, in 10 years. Um, and yeah, so there was a, there was a Tootsie Pop and that was where all the ants were going. And, uh, I pulled it out and unwrapped it and it was like a third of a Tootsie Pop and a giant mass of ants inside the wrapper of the Tootsie Pop. It was kind of amazing. How long do you think it took them to, to get all the... weeks maybe Mm. i I don't know how many ants does it take to get to the center (laughs) of the world the world may never know um you know i just had to wait it out they eventually it it eventually got cold i guess and they all died okay i went and bought some uh i bought this kind of amazing thing actually uh it was a a a bottle of bug barrier like a spray bottle okay but it was a thing where it was sprayed a stream and you were supposed to like run it around the edges of your windows and around underneath mm-hmm. the doors and all the openings really stop stuff from crawling through there i don't think it did anything I don't, I don't think any of that stuff does anything uh citric acid is supposed to do things uh is supposed to repel ants and i i've been told that um sort of like a, a home method is to take the peels of oranges and sort of crush them up and make like some kind of paste or hmm. lotion that you do the same with 
You could also just get a like a like a restaurant size, like a twenty five pound bag of cinnamon powder, mm. and just like Gallagher style in the middle of your kitchen, just hit it with a hammer, coat mm-hmm. everything with cinnamon. Because they don't like cinnamon. Yeah, they, and also it makes your coffee taste really good. It does. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how they do it in Canada. Um, you could move. Like to a to a climate that's harsh enough that ants can't live there. Like the moon. <laughs> yeah, definitely not going to have ant problems there. Mm-hmm. Although what uh, what eats ch- so like ants like g- food like mm-hmm. breadcrumbs. Ants like breadcrumbs. Uh-huh. Bears like honey. What likes cheese? Mice. So mice like m- cheese. Yeah, you get m- moose m- moon mice. Uh huh. Um, mice do love the moon. Yeah, there were those uh, there were those cats those that H P Lovecraft talked about that lived on the moon. Really? Yeah, there are moon cats? Moon wine. Yeah. Oh. There were okay. like, cats were cats were uh, he had a cat uh with an extremely racist name uh that he that he really liked and he wrote a lot of uh wrote a lot of cats really into his weird his early stories. And uh, how do HP Lovecraft cats fall into the hierarchy of uh TS Eliot's cats? Uh I don't know. I like to pretend that TS Eliot never wrote that shit. <laughs> really? I look at that and I think <laughs> I, this cannot have come out of the same guy that wrote the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock. It just makes me. It, it was turned into that hit Broadway musical, Cats. I, so I, w- I wish that someone would say, no, no, no. He wrote this as a joke because somebody said, I bet you can't write literally the dumbest thing ever. And he said, well, I'm a smart guy. I, I bet I can. And so huh. he wrote on the naming of cats. And then Do you somebody, think it's that dumb? That... And then somebody published it against his will. He was like, oh, you fuckers. Hmm. I, I, this was uh, supposed to be written I, under a pseudonym. I received a copy of that when I was 10 or 11, mm-hmm. along with tapes of the Broadway musical Cats. And they were all illustrated by Edward Gorey. I mean, you know, it was awesome. Okay. Yeah, it was super popular that year. Cool. Aurora writes, Dear Advice Hot Dog, I just read the first two books in Stephen King's Dark Tower series, and I'm not particularly whelmed. Is it worth my time to hang in there and read the rest of the books? Thanks. Uh, You know, I'm not going to tell you that it's worth your time to read the entire series, but the third one in that series is, if not my favorite work of fiction, at least in my top three. Do you have to read the first two? Yes. Mm. But you don't have to read any of the ones after that. The first three books came out, and there was like a 10-year gap. And then oh. everything that came out after that, I can kind of take or leave. Takes a while. Um, so when you told me to read them, I only read the first one. And mm-hmm. you said, you know, you can kind of get away with just reading this one. I never knew that the third one was where it's really great. To me, I don't think, I think mm-hmm. the first one is probably objectively a better book. I think that more really? people would like, especially people who... Uh, People who are surprised to find out that, like, The Shawshank Redemption and Stand By Me were written by Stephen King. People who... A lot of people grow up, I think, seeing a lot of, like, dummos reading Stephen King Mm -hmm. and assume that Stephen King is, like, some Dan Brown doggerel horseshit naming of cats nonsense. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But I don't know. You know, the, the third book in the Dark Tower series is very, like, fantasy, and it's just really, like, it just does... it. It has that thing that really good science fiction and fantasy has where it hints at this really compelling world 
that mm-hmm. exists and and it, you know it works by not showing you very much of it mm-hmm. you know it's just like it it's makes just me, a given it makes you want to play a video game that's set in that world I see. you know it makes you it makes you it makes you feel like there could be a hundred other books written that take place there but you mm-hmm. know you, they wouldn't be any good if if they were I see. Okay. Uh, you you said you did some research, though. I did because, um, you know, like I said, I've only read the first one. And I, I did very much enjoy it. But um, I wasn't particularly compelled to continue reading them. Uh, now that you've said that, I may, I may go back to it and uh, pick it up again. But I recently uh, finished, you know, like the latest book by uh, George R. R. Martin, which everyone knows about now. But when I first started reading them, it was on the recommendation of a friend and it wasn't an HBO series. You're but. such a Game of Thrones hipster. Right. Um, but it was very, very, very enjoyable. Uh, so I would recommend Game of Thrones. But um, when I was in high school, I very much enjoyed the Dune series by Frank Herbert. And I really I would liked say the that. first one and just progressively disliked every disliked subsequent all of them. one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that is a series that it's not for everyone, but uh, the first one is definitely worth, worth, worth reading. You know, that's a weird thing because I always I think of myself as a person who likes that kind of fiction where the world is a character, mm-hmm. where the world is sort of the most important character, but... I, in the same way that I didn't really like, I didn't really get into a canical for Leibowitz, even though I thought I really should have liked it. I think that I don't like books that span multiple generations and so mm. don't have, don't have the same set of characters in them. So I think maybe I, I like see. the characters. Huh. Maybe, interesting. maybe it turns out that I liked people all along. Oh, then you wouldn't enjoy Game of Thrones because all the characters that you start to really love just everyone gets killed by sort of by wildlings but everyone by wildlings uh bears war dragons moon, everything moon mice uh the world is very much a character which it takes you a while to uh fall into the rhythm um and it's it's interesting how how he sets it up but um i did recently finish a series it's just three books and um i i tend to read a lot of um like young adult fiction because my nieces and nephews recommend things to me and because it has small words that you know what they mean. sure yeah i mean it does take me a while uh but i recently finished the series the hunger games and it is excellent and the first time that one of my nephews told me to read this and he explained it, it um, seemed like that is not something that I want to read. And then I finally gave in. And Isn't it was the Hunger Games like just a sort of a direct. Did you ever look at the anime or manga? Battle it's a little Royale bit uh, Battle Royale ish, but it has a lot more going on okay. behind it because Battle I've Royale heard it dismissed as just a just a ripoff. It's not okay. uh, Battle Royale is um, the Japanese government trying to teach uh, youth a lesson by doing this, and this is more uh, about the politics of the regions of the country that it takes place in, and it's. Uh, the capital sort of keeping everyone down by doing this to their children. So there, there's a lot more, more to it than what battle Royale, it, you know, essentially is what happens, but um, that's only in the first book. They go back in the second and third books, but it's the whole world has something to do with it. Not just, not just the battle itself. And I would recommend any book by Nancy farmer, who is also a young adult, uh, fiction writer who lives in Arizona and I would like to meet someday uh, and she started writing when she was 40 years old 
Mm-hmm. And uh, she wrote a series called The Sea of Trolls, uh, which is like a fantasy series, uh, but it also is based on a lot of um, like historical truth on Vikings. And like, so all the kobolds are just things that live in your house and will like clean your dishes for you and stuff, mm-hmm. but then they also might murder your children. Exactly. So you have to be nice to them. Okay. And uh, she also wrote an amazing book called The House of the Scorpion, which there's only one. Uh, apparently, she is writing a sequel to it, but it's a futuristic uh, story about the drug trade between Mexico and the U.S. Also, don't let that movie uh, put you off of reading uh, Northern Lights or The Golden Compass. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that was that on series. the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, is a, that is a, was just a astonishingly right. good surprise. His why. Dark Materials by yeah. Philip Pullman. Yeah. I had had mm-hmm. it recommended to me, and I, try, I tried to read it once, and I was like, ah, I'm just not getting into this. But then I, I powered through it. And, yeah, uh, it is beautiful. Yeah, like, it's really it, good. It takes a while to, to get into it, but you know, by the third book, there are just some amazing amazing scenes in it for me and i would also recommend just uh jonathan strange and mr norrell by um susanna clark it's just one book it's not a that uh, on the bookshelf as i was waiting uh, for the bathroom at the holiday party last night and i thought hey there's that book that Mm -hmm. i bought four copies of while i was reading it because i kept losing it or oh really i like was like spent a month in some other town and didn't have it with me so i bought Um, another yeah it was now you can just buy it on your phone. Uh, her name is uh, Susanna Clarkson. I get confused because there's uh, other authors that are named Clark. Like Arthur C. Clark. Exactly. He's dead in Sri Lanka. I guess he's dead everywhere. Oh, is that where he died? Uh, probably. That's where he lived. Oh, okay. He died as he I lived didn't know that. in Sri Lanka. <laughs> All right, so we got a bunch of questions uh, re- revolving around a common theme. Um, mm-hmm. Rocky Kev says, my friend wants to marry MC Front a lot. How can I get that to work? You might not think this is related, but I will explain to you later how it is. Okay. Uh, Rupert says, do you have any advice for anyone thinking of setting up a podcast? Roy and Zach. And Elfin says, what hardware do you use to record the show? I've tried various ways to record guitar slash singing, but the quality is poor. And then, chilled, child, child. Right. Who sent us the advent calendar? Uh, It's coming up to Christmas, and I'm looking to buy a microphone for my brother. He's an avid maker of YouTube videos and indulges in recording podcasts about Yu-Gi-Oh! every now and then. I'm looking to spend 40 or 50 bucks on buying him some quality equipment for helping him to do these and have no idea about recording equipment more complicated than stick a cheap mic into the computer's mic jack. What should I be looking for? Um, So we did these Shoutcast shows for a really long time with just like three shitty headset mics or four shitty headset mics plugged into splitters, plugged into splitters plugged into the mic jack of a laptop Mm -hmm. and invariably what happens is that you end up like they just get noisier over time as the like the like for a long time i couldn't do it if the laptop was plugged in because there was just a constant 60 hertz hum whenever the laptop was plugged in and you always end up with shit like that Mm -hmm. and we tried a bunch of different things we ended up getting like a, a cheap mixing board but those just started breaking in various ways. And finally, I said, MC Frontalot, you're a buddy of mine and you're a guy who does a lot of sound recording. What do I need to do to make this not sound like shit? And you, you didn't mention that he's sexually desirable. He, oh, he also is. Yes. Oh, MC Frontalot, pal of mine. It is only because I just had an orgasm that I am able to ignore the just palpable waves of sexiness coming off of you. Mm-hmm. That the, there is there is a, a small amount of blood in my brain at right. this point. Right. Um, 
So the bad news, uh, child, is that to 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 set up with the you know fairly basic stuff that we have, you're not going to be able to do it for forty or fifty bucks. So what we ended up with was. Uh, so apparently the recording hardware on any built-in computer sound card is just sort of for shit. Like okay. it's it's just they, that's not a thing that they spend any money on because it's a thing that for the most part people either don't use at all or they only use to like call each other faggots while they're playing some multiplayer shooter or whatever oh, right. right through their head through their headset mic. Um so you need to get an external sound card. Um, which the, the, the ones that, that I've used are manufactured by a company called Tascam, uh, which he just went and bought this for me. And it is, it's like got two XLR mic inputs. Um, we needed more than that. So I ended up buying a more expensive one, but this thing is like 150 bucks. This box is like 150 bucks. Wow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you need decent mics, which I just got like the best rated mic I could find on Amazon for less than 50 bucks. And it was Forty nine bucks or whatever. Okay. Um. So you you just can't. So it's not just the microphone. No, it's not. No, because you you need any decent microphone is not going to just plug into like a a sixteenth inch headphone jack, right? Mm-hmm. It 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 needs. Or an eight, but there an eighth inch there headphone. are adapters no for thing. that. But there aren't. There's not an adapter from a real mic XLR input that you can I plug see. into okay. the input on a computer because that it just doesn't work that way. Okay. Um, as far as I know, even if you use bailing wire, you could, yeah, like, you could probably just poke, you could just cut the end off and figure you could poke wires into things until mm-hmm. you figured out what made a noise. Um, it, it, so it's what I was talking to a guy about this last night. Um, audio equipment is sort of like booze in that you can get really cheap stuff and it's terrible and you can get kind of expensive stuff and it is just an order of magnitude better than the cheap stuff. And mm-hmm. then you can get really, really expensive stuff. Like the gold plated stuff. And it makes stuff. almost no difference. Okay. Right. Like you get, you get so much more of an improvement in quality in spending a couple hundred bucks on stuff. Um, the, the, the board that we use uh, here and the, the larger version of this that we use to do uh, video games, hot dog and the KOL podcast is a Tascam us one twenty two Mark two. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it goes just, really fast. It's it does. It's super fast. Um, and it's just you know it's it's just this little box. It's bus powered off a of USB, so it's, there's not a lot of cables laying around. And you just plug some mics into it, and then it just makes this huge miraculous difference in the quality of your recordings. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Not in what's being said, but in, no, in, clearly, in, clearly not. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a super funny uh, segment. Yeah, that's right. This is well, this has been where do I go to buy that? Sure. You go to Amazon.com. You get all of these things from Amazon. Also, you're going to find it really frustrating how fucking expensive and shitty mic stands are a Mm -hmm. desktop mic stand. And you're going to think, you know, what? uh, yeah, they suck. And uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. fuck them. Yeah, that's where they get you. Yeah. On the mic stand. (laughs) That's where a totally different company gets you by manufacturing these shitty things. Um, so you'll be tempted to just hold it the whole time, but I, I mm-hmm. can tell you from personal experience, you don't want to do like a two hour podcast holding a mic the whole time. Although what that does allow you to do is do something really awesome on your podcast and then just drop the mic and walk off the stage. Oh, right. Yeah. That's true. I was thinking about yeah, that the other response. day. When like, when like say a Kanye West ends his show by just dropping the mic and walking off stage, 
I bet somebody has to be paying close enough attention to that that they shut off his mic before it hits the ground because otherwise there's just going to be a huge loud noise that deafens and sterilizes everyone in the audience. <laughs> sterilizes them. Wow, that, that is a danger. It's loud. Um, I thought that there is a sound, you know, the, the plunk when it hits. I think that's a fake sound. Oh, you think it's that's like the added? sound of it? It's like that. You know, they engineer cars to make a lot more noise than they need mm. to when you close the door because people don't feel right about the door if it doesn't make that chunk. I see. Sound. So, do you think they ever accidentally press the wrong uh, button and it's like a fart sound and stuff? <laughs> Maybe it's like a an elephant, an elephant trumpet when he drops a thing. <laughs> that would be impressive, right? You drop your mic and that's what comes out of sure. it. Sure, or like it just or the roar of a lion, quacking, <laughs> quacking. No. Uh, which one of these stingers do you want to do? Uh, I don't know. Should we tell people how to get in touch with the show? And oh, stuff? is that what we do before the stinger? I think so. Uh, okay, so here's a here's an actual thing. Uh, we've got we've got some news. Uh, we're gonna have uh, because uh, Talenze wrote into the Twitter to tell us that he was in town and wanted to have a beer with us and tell decided, us how to say his name. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we decided to have the the first uh, the first uh, of of what we hope will be many advice hot dog meetups, uh, which we're gonna do. Roy's gonna give you the details right now. He's sure, give you the deets. The deets are this: we will meet in uh, Tempe, Arizona, at Casey Moore's, which Casey is Casey Moore's Oyster House, which is located at eight fifty South Ash Avenue. That is in Tempe, Arizona. You can look it up, and we will be there at at Wednesday, the twenty first which is next week at 9 p.m. I will be wearing a green sweater. Uh, let's hope that Talenze can actually make it to that because we didn't check with him or anything. Well, he said he should be uh, in town that day, but any other listener who is in town, please come out and say well, hi. Who wants to fly in from another country? So sure, yeah. We'll hang out with you for at least half an hour. Uh-huh. Uh huh. At least will, a full hour. Roy will drink a... Uh, they do oyster shots there, which is just a shot of vodka with a raw oyster in it and some cocktail sauce sure and a little horseradish yeah it's good yeah it's good i like it yeah i think they're like a dollar too mm-hmm. i Which think it's cheaper than a shot of vodka or an oyster it's true yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe they're a little I mean, bit more now it's so gross it's a dollar fifty buy it so they, they they don't they don't they don't they're not onto our racket right. You can get them uh, non-alcoholic if you're the type of oyster eater that doesn't like alcohol. Sure. Uh, also, in a couple of weeks, uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have our buddy the policeman on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's he's cleared it with his department. As his yeah, he hasn't done any. any no, we such actually thing. have to use some kind of fake name uh, or something. We, we need a voice. We need a voice disguiser. Right. Uh, I'm gonna have him talk through my sweet Darth Vader mask that I bought. For him. Oh man! This is how we're going to disguise his voice. We're just going to have the Darth Vader respirator sound playing while he's talking. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) But his voice is the same. Uh, So he's going to be one of our guests next year, and and um, I kind of have a a lineup of people of different guests that we will actually arrange. And this is my goal for next year. I would like to uh, have a guest once a month. Okay. Uh, but we need questions for a policeman. So if there's anything we you've do. ever wanted to ask a policeman, uh, don't imagine that you're asking a particular policeman. Yeah. So don't ask him like, you know, uh, how big is your dick or whatever. Like that's a dumb question, right? Right. Because it's obviously it's very big. Right. Say, so a better question would be, why do policemen have such tiny dicks? <laughs> okay. For instance. Um, but yeah, you know, a, a punchy question that a policeman might be able to answer in let's, let's hope an entertaining way mm-hmm. as opposed to just like, you know, like where do i go to buy a nightstick or 
uh, where do I go to buy a badge? Yeah, he's he's not in into the where where do I go to buy that? He doesn't know. He doesn't know. I don't think you can buy a badge anyway. Well, sure you can. You have to earn a badge. We bought uh, we bought Riff a badge that said Sheriff Cowboy. Oh really? Yep. Bought that at Disneyland. Okay. (laughs) Um, No no wonder I have more respect for him. I know. You didn't yeah. know he was Sheriff Cowboy. I didn't, but there was something about him. <laughs> the reason that we got it, there were all these badges that was just like, you know, Sheriff Albert, Sheriff Billy, Sheriff Chuck, or whatever. They were people's names. Oh, on and it. that's but for people named Cowboy. Sheriff Cowboy. Uh, if somebody wanted to send a question to us, how would they go about doing that, Roy? Uh, I would encourage them to first go to our, our website, which is advicehotdog.com. And there they would see links to uh, all of the shows. So you could listen to the show directly right there. Or you could also see links to uh, Twitter, which is at AdviceHotDog, or Gmail, AdviceHotDog at gmail.com, Facebook.com slash AdviceHotDog, or you can give us a call at 769-218-9225, or you can send us a postcard, which which we are now receiving all of them, uh, Advice Hot Dog, P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. And um, I want to remind everyone, uh, if you do not watch the Twitter or uh, listen to the Facebook, that uh, we would like you to write, call us, or Twitter in uh, what you thought of our advice this year. And, uh, you know, if, if we gave you particular advice, let us know what happened. Or maybe you didn't listen to our advice at all and you just listened to know what to not do. Uh, if if any of you ever took uh, my advice about, like, say, burning down your house or just moving, just leaving yeah. Send uh, us a to picture. avoid an awkward social situation, I'd like to know how that turned out. Yeah. Because um, I always think, you know, that's a thing I would mm-hmm. do. All I have the relations. Some problems that would happen that would that my advice to myself would be just burn the fucking place down. Sure, just burn it to the ground, mm-hmm. and then you wouldn't have a house to live in. Well, it depends. I mean, maybe the problem is like the, my I went to my friend's house and he was out of toilet paper. Right, and you burned it down. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I would like to know, and uh, we'll look at your comments, and then uh, you know, I don't know, tell you how wrong you are. Yeah. How about a stinger, Roy? How about a stinger? This one was sent in by Zeit a while back. Uh, diet and do sports or enjoying my life? I want to point out, Zeit, mm. that uh, the the false dichotomy is a tool of uh, dishonest politicians and of communists and of uh, lazy fatties. <clears throat> lazy fatties who wow. think... Diet and do sports, or enjoy my life. What you're what you're doing there is you're implying that if you uh, eat like a healthy carrot, that somehow you're not going to enjoy your life. When in fact, what you need to do is learn how to enjoy eating a healthy carrot. Hmm. Okay. Here's the thing: coffee's pretty healthy. Why not try a sprinkling of cinnamon in your coffee mm-hmm. to make it uh, more like some fucking candy? Maybe, <laughs> right. Maybe maybe you could uh, make a make a healthy egg white omelet, but cut it into the into the shape of an entire bag of potato chips. Oh, okay. That, that's that's mm-hmm. a healthy choice. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you put um, unsweetened cocoa p- powder into your coffee, that's good for you. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, you could figure out a way to make exercise into a thing that you enjoy, like maybe by masturbating during it. 
Sure. Like That's the true. 30 meter wank. Then you can then try you to win make a gold a, medal at the 30 meter wank. You associate that with, with enjoyment. Uh, you know, I mean, there's my method, which is you just raise your arms. Yeah, up the winner's you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's exercise. Raising your arms is exercise. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or pumping your fist. I remember my fifth grade teacher once saying that if you wave your finger in a circle and call that exercise, that that doesn't make it exercise. Really? She because said, you called it exercise? She said a lot of things. You know what my fifth grade teacher said to me once? What? I said, I wish it was 45 minutes from now because it was 45 minutes until recess. And she said, why, Zach? That's just 45 minutes closer to your death. Wow. I know. Mm-hmm. And I, like that was haunting. That fucked me up for the rest of my life. Interesting. Yeah. You know, if we were to meet her right now, we would think that was really funny. Probably. And yeah, fuck those kids. Yeah, I mean, if we were to meet her right now, she would probably be dead. You know, oh, she was that be, old? She was fairly old. I don't know. I mean, at least 45 minutes older than you were. <laughs> sure. Yep. Uh, I don't, in fact, she didn't even last until recess that day. <laughs> okay. It was rough. I meant 45 minutes closer to my death, which uh-huh. you've just caused by saying that. Right. Wow. Yeah, that really traumatized me. That, that would. I'm sorry about this. All right, everybody. Well, try not to get traumatized by your fifth grade teacher in mm-hmm. between now and the next episode of Advice Hot Dog. Thank you very much, everyone.